If you know me at all, you know that debt is my bread mm -hmm. and danger my butter. Oh, no, danger's my bread and death is my butter. No, no, wait. Danger's my bread. Death, no, death. No, I'm sorry. Death is my... Death and danger are my various breads and, and various butters. Mm -hmm. right? What are we doing today? Yeah. What are we doing today? We got we got two students. We got, we we got, got more students. students. More students. By popular demand. I'm I'm trolling Yik Yak looking for people mentioning the show. And people when they do mention the show, they're like, we need more students on. So I think we went straight to the top though. We got the power brokers. We did. We did. And I think I think from there their influence will trickle down. I think the power structure of the college is widely acknowledged that it's the student body president, mm -hmm. student government president, mm -hmm. and the student newspaper editor. Mm-hmm. I think that's that's probably true. Most other students look up to them for, for guidance and leadership. And I think the the guys that make sushi and lower, I think. In the dining hall? Yeah, I think so. Those are the other power brokers? Uh, can you confirm, Michelle and Renan? Yeah. Okay, good. <laughs> Thanks for that. <laughs> that was very emphatic. Mm. All right, well, let's start with the student newspaper. It is, what's the what's it say on the masthead? Oh, he like, would know, we could ask him. Yeah. Here, have a seat, Will. I think it's... It is Pennsylvania's oldest college newspaper. I think, I thought it was relatively new. Is that not true? That I know? No, it says on the paper. Oh, does it? Pennsylvania's oldest college newspaper. Yes. I yeah. believe it's also Lafayette's oldest college newspaper. Both. Did, now, has Lafayette had more than one paper? I don't think so. No? But okay. the Lafayette has gone through a few different names. Oh, so, well, please. Enlighten so, us. Was it the Marquee? I think at one point it was a Lafayette Monthly. And oh, how wow. often did that come out? I think it was every week, actually. <laughs> that's... Yeah, it was a very misleading title. That's weird. So how long does your tenure last? It kind of lasts until Boy, someone else wants to do it. Mm -hmm. So, And you're a junior? So I'm a junior right now, yeah. And, okay. and what's your major? We I'm an English and Gov Law double major with so, a minor in econ. Because we don't well, have a journalism major, right? Yes. But there is a journal. You're our second journalist on the on the show. Yes, that's true. Yeah, Professor Parrish was on the show. That's right. Mm -hmm. Known as the shark lady now. Yes, I nice. think so. She did swim with sharks. Yes. Yeah, friend of the show, past guest, Kathleen Parrish. Yeah. How do you get people, do students clamor to write or do you have to cultivate or, or advertise? How do you get reporters? Oh, so yeah. So we advertise every um, club fair and then throughout the year. So. And do you interview them or do they just, everybody just come on board? We try to just be as welcoming as possible and then, you know, like train them on how to, you know, write and interview and stuff like that. So. How did you learn how to do that? I learned by experience. I think that's the best way to learn how to do it. I really learned a lot. Do you give out the little, it. do you hand out the little notebook, like with the, with the spiral top? No, no, but I have and a few fedora. fedora with the press thing. Yeah. A press pass. Know. Yeah. Have you been learn. to events where you got in? Cause you said, like, I'm, with the, I'm with the press. We were able to get a photographer at the Tom Hanks event because we were with the press. Did you have a badge? Did you flash it? I was not, I was not the photographer, you had, but oh, you didn't I have, you had credentials. Okay. Do you commission a, who who writes the uh, playlist? There's the music list. Oh yeah, that's um the whole editorial staff kind of. We have like a Facebook group, and we post. Someone posts a topic. Our um design director posts a topic, and then we all comment with uh, songs we like, and she chooses. How early can you predict the song of the summer? Do you have to wait until the summer? Because that's kind of out of your calendar. <laughs> You're not around. I think well, you all when, should be forecasting it. When does the song of the summer typically come out? Does it come out in the summer? 
I think I, I think know. it usually starts rolling in the spring and people realize that it's everywhere by like June and July and then they start to chatter about is this the song of the summer mm. which then makes it the song of the summer. Oh yeah, okay. I think it's people who like most of social media don't have anything else to do so they just create they create a phenomenon. Call me maybe. Yeah, was, was that like song 6 of the years summer? ago? Yeah, something like that still. Maybe we could run a headline and say call me maybe song of the summer and yeah. then it would turn into the song of the summer again. I yeah, think, I think ever had to. We are the oldest college newspaper in Pennsylvania, so yeah. we maybe we have that you influence, can push that, yeah. right? Yeah. Maybe you should pick a Pennsylvania musician. Mm. G Love is Taylor from, Swift from up. Uh, is Taylor Swift from Pennsylvania? Taylor Swift is from which county is she from? But she is from Pennsylvania. Okay, wow. yeah. friend of the show, kind of close guest. friend of the show. <laughs> Why not follower? Yeah, I think I think she could probably follow us. She probably would. Yeah, have you had any pressure? Do you have any like uh, secret meetings or emails that are anonymous or um, <laughs> off the record stuff? I mean, of course we get um, off the record stuff. No, I thought like when we had first student uh, past guest friend of the show, Jake Garber on, mm-hmm. he was defending all studenthood. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay, and, do you have anything, any, any well, more things? No, I was thinking you could do the opposite, like promoting studenthood. Like what's great about student uh-huh. life at Lafayette? What are the what is the what are the best experiences that you've had? Hmm, interesting. What's the best experience? Yeah, have you had a great the class? Best experience. Have you had a great issue of the paper? Have you had a great interview? Yeah, I mean, there's been a few issues of the paper that I've felt really, really proud about, but I don't know if I can point to like one in specific. It's probably the one that was had the sustainability profile. <laughs> I <laughs> think that, a great yeah, picture. that might have been, or the one on um, the. Very famous podcast, Various Beards and Butters. Various, yes. Various Beards and Butters. Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> Have you thought about putting, getting a jumble in the paper or a crossword puzzle? Oh, we, <laughs> we could do that maybe. At my, would you, you ever, do, uh, would you be interested in a crossword Well, I tell you what, when I was, when I was at Duke, the, I think the Chronicle was their newspaper and they had a crossword puzzle and most of the students in class would just do the crossword puzzle instead of what, you know, listening to the teacher. So I think that that's probably... I don't know if I would encourage that, but it definitely got papers into the hands of students. So does having a crossword puzzle significantly reduce the amount of attention students pay to teachers? It's an academic hazard. I don't know. I guess that's an empirical question. Why don't you write a story about it? Yeah. Do some investigative journalism. We could start publishing crosswords, do a study from professors to see if students are paying attention or doing crosswords in class. Right. Mm -hmm. I would encourage having running the family circus too. Oh. Cartoon. Oh, Super good. Yeah, it's in syndic- it's syndication. Let's see if I call the author yeah. about that. Yeah, Bill Keane. I don't know if he's still alive, though. I think you'd have to pay for it. I'm not saying yeah. steal it. I like the ones when, when Billy's running around, you follow the line. that he's- <laughs> That's fantastic. Nobody knows what you're talking about? Yeah. This well, is from like the 50s. Is it? They still publish that, though, right? Yeah. Some, I think, probably. I think the comedy's as fresh as, as any time. How come I, I noticed that you don't have comics? Uh, nobody wants to do a comic strip? Yeah, we don't have any... Is um, it, does that come and go? Is it... The, yeah, it, it, it kind of comes and goes, yeah. Yeah, if there's an artist that wants to write comics, you know. I thought it would be a more... Um, a, a resurging thing, like I thought. It kind of went by the wayside, but now they'd start to come back. A lot of digital media. Oh, yeah. Well, there are, there are a lot of digital um, comics. Is there anyone that you would want to run? Um, not that I can think of off the top of my head. I'm not like a, I read like a lot of Calvin and Hobbes, but I don't think, uh, good answer. Yeah. He is not, he's not writing comics. Yeah. Michelle and Renan, do you have any suggestions? XKCD. Mm-hmm. Who, he, he, who was an Easton native. So we could, yeah, the oh, strings right. there. Yeah. Yeah. How's that coming? Well, or, yeah. Is he going to be a guest? Friend of the show, future guest. Yeah. I, th- I would assume so. Randall Monroe. Yeah. Best selling author now too. Yeah. Oh Yeah. 
So how's that coming, guys? It's coming. Okay, good. <laughs> there's one. There's one called Cat and Girl that I like. You could run that. Okay, I've I, never. I've never crickets. Read that we one. Got, I'll do the cricket sound effect there. Nobody's. I got no. <laughs> could you keep in the show you saying? I could do the cricket sound effects there, and then have the crickets. Yeah, we we got a <laughs> yeah. fan of the show. He knows. He knows what we do. It's we'll going do. so meta. I know. Well, we don't have anything else to do. Yeah. Okay. Do you have a favorite newspaper? Hmm. That's an interesting. Did, I think the New York Times. Probably. Did you like grow up reading the paper, or, or it's all online? Did you ever like the physical experience of like holding a paper? Yeah, I remember my dad used to get um, the Hartford Current every morning. We're, we're from Connecticut, so he used to get the Hartford Current every morning. Mm. I would read the comics. Well, right. Uh, yeah. Family Circus. <laughs> yeah. Calvin and Hobbes. Kathy. <laughs> she loves chocolate. <laughs> Mondays. But she, she can't eat it. <laughs> Ack. Right? Am I right? I think well. like you actually are studying journalism and you're the editor of the newspaper. So it's yeah. a legitimate person to ask like, what did, what are your thoughts as a millennial on media shifts or on how news gets consumed or produced? Oh, interesting. On like the state of affairs of news circulation. Yeah. And do, um, do you think of yourself as a millennial? Is that how you refer to yourself? I, I guess so. Okay. That's kind of how I've been referred to. Yeah. I don't mean it as a slight, just yeah. who are, what, what are we? What generation are we? Yeah, I don't know. Generation X. Generation X. 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 Mm-hmm. Okay. But you had a question. Go. What that you just asked. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry for interrupting. So do you well, mean like the transition to like online media? Yeah. So let's walk or? into it because there's a yeah, lot of different ways so it could go. It's a big question. There's like the. I'm only a very, I know very little about compared to other people. Right. So one question could be just like an industry question of the move from like how many newspapers shut, have shut down over the last 20 years because there's no circulation, no advertising revenue anymore because it's moved online. The other one is like the 24 hour news cycle and the televised news okay, yeah. instead of print news. And the other one, uh, and another one would be the role of online news sites or like BuzzFeed or Politico mm. um, and their generation of news and the circulation of news and the use of social media to propagate news stories. So those are probably three different yeah. questions. I don't know which one's more interesting to you or if you so, have a fourth. I think it's really interesting the way online media has sort of changed or enhanced the way we can learn and read about stories. So when you go on to like the New York Times or I'm trying to think of other news, the 538 has done yeah. a really good job of yeah. like creating graphic interfaces so mm-hmm. that you like as a reader, you not only read the article, but you can kind of like go in and look at the data and sort of like it presents it to you in this really clear and concise way and sort of enhances the story. You, you wouldn't be able to do that in a print newspaper. Mm-hmm. You wouldn't have that interaction. So that's good. Yeah. So that's a good thing. If I people mean, the, do it. Yeah. You have the in, the other type of interaction, which is like, you know, people commenting on the stories, people interacting with other people yeah, in the comment true. section. I, I had a, I was going to ask before and then we got um, sidetracked. Yeah. But I was interested when there was some turmoil about the funding for the newspaper. Yes. And whether or not it would be printed. And you were asking a moment ago, Simon, about the use of comments. It's not a really uh, a lively online online dynamic for the for the paper, but um, people I always see holding and carrying the yeah. papers. And I heard a lot of conversation when there was concern about long-term funding. Yeah. About, well, we have to have the print version. And so it was almost a reversal where people really admired and wanted to have and hold the paper. Where in most other circumstances, like we'll just read it online. Yeah, I think I think it's because it's a college newspaper, and I think it's because Lafayette is a very small campus and a tight knit community. When you have a, a print edition, I think people, I don't know, I think people generally ref, 
prefer to read print rather than online. I don't know if that's true or not. But Is that true for you in classes? I think, yeah. For, I mean, for me, that's true. And I've heard it from a lot of other people that, like, when I have an article for class, unless there's a purpose to having it online, like, there's an interactive aspect to the article, I usually print it out right. and then read it. But I think because it's such a small campus, you know, you have a newspaper sitting on a table or a pile of newspapers, you just pick one up and grab it. Yeah. Read in your office or read it as you're going to class or read it as you're getting breakfast. I do exactly that. In the provost's office, there are a couple of newspapers pick them up, bring them to my office, read them, put them back down. Do you feel obliged to put your feet up on the desk when you're reading it? Absolutely, I do. It's, it's really good. hard it's to good. read it without putting your feet yeah. up. Yeah. But then but then my legs go to fall asleep. Yeah. So I, do you switch them around or you just give up? No, no, I, I, I get up to put the newspaper back and I almost fall over because my, my feet are asleep. I think the look of having, you know, reading a newspaper with your feet on the desk is totally worth the feet falling asleep thing people should come by and take pictures yeah yeah i think so can we i have a, I have a request for us yeah go we have a second guest that i would like to fold into the conversation okay. i think i think we should do Is that, that a newspaper pun folding in very good it became one it did <laughs> <laughs> we mentioned at the top that this is the power brokers episode mm -hmm. with all the most uh, influential minds at the college mm -hmm. uh so now we're welcoming the second president that we've had on air we had president byerly remember yeah oh. true uh, Friend of the show, former guest. We had a, we had Obama, uh, episode twenty three. I don't remember. We lost those episodes, and we recently had a power outage uh -huh. right here yeah. in the studio. While, while we I don't know if you all remember this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But Call there back. was a power outage, and uh -huh. uh, it reminded me of um, some of the causes of our earlier lost huh. episodes. Yeah, because we were trying to back them up online, and then the power went out. Yeah, oh. and it just they got all corrupted. Yeah. Now, is that when Barack Obama was a senator, or is that... Yeah, he was a senator. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But so we that still count early. that one. Yeah. 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 Can, so, can you can we afford... You're the official welcomer. I, absolutely. Leonice Faust. Is that... Am I pronouncing oh, your name goodness, correctly? perfect. Oh, good. Oh, my goodness. Oh, come on. My day. Come on into the microphone okay. here. Okay. Leonice Faust? Yeah. Now... We made a big deal earlier about pronouncing names, and you didn't even know that you'd be put on the spot right, yeah, right, right away. Well, but, you know, it's the type of thing where when I... I, I, I won't say that I'm definitely like always going to be pronouncing the names exactly perfectly, but certainly when, you know, I'm corrected on it, then I will try and, you know, remember that and use it, use it from, from then on. But I know there, there are some folks that don't repeat like, it, that will, re that will refuse to take any type of um, feedback on a name. Anyway, you are the student council president student government body. student government sorry student it government used to be president. council in the 70s and the 80s it's okay okay I'm, I'm pretty old so that's probably why <laughs> I like that. did um, your did your tenure did your uh what's it called your term is it a one-year term mm -hmm. so all of 2016 all right well congratulations oh so Thank it's you. like calendar year mm -hmm. oh interesting so Didn't the last that. semester of senior year you have to yourself that makes you a junior right now mm -hmm. cool. and what's your major BS in psych. Mm, interesting. You have some famous, you have some uh, favorite psych classes you're taking the, these days? Mm, favorite psych classes. This mm. is this is a trick question. I honestly, I do like educational psychology. Okay. Uh, Laura, really um, Professor funny. Myers? Yes. Yes. It's actually really Friend of the funny. show, future guest. Oh, yay. Sure. Because she, whatever you learn in the class, you can immediately apply to what you're doing. Mm -hmm. And plus I have godchildren. Mm -hmm. So it's like, Four times more fun, and you yeah. can yeah, you can apply, you can and you do experiments, experiments on them. Yes. Sure, it's like great. <laughs> right. yeah. See if they have like object permanence yet. And yeah, just make exactly. Sure. Oh right. my gosh, it's, yeah. it's beautiful. Do you have right. ambitions to f follow those studies after graduation? 
I actually kind of want to go to law school, mm-hmm. and now I'm thinking about joining the Peace Corps. Oh, wow. So, you know, I'm a true liberal arts student. I just yeah. I want to be everywhere. Did you always want to be the student government president? Okay, so that's really funny. I've actually been president three different times in my life of, like, a student body. Mm-hmm. So, my first time was in third grade, and then I did it again in middle huh. school. I was a student body president of my middle school, and we didn't have student government in high school. Where are, you, I, where are you from? I'm from New York City, so I went to high school in the Bronx. Oh, wait, New York City, I'm trying to think. Where is that? That's like, <laughs> that's like just... It's east of here. Is it east of here? Yeah. Okay, I, I'm, I'm not, not good with geography, but okay. <laughs> it okay. is east of here. Okay. Yeah. And um, I wanted to join student government in my first year, but I had got hypnotized in my first year, and I was the fun police. Oh. And if you look really hard, you can find me on YouTube, and it's very embarrassing. Oh, no. So I was like, I can't run on a platform when I'm like the fun police. <laughs> so I like kind of like was like, no, never mind. And then sophomore year, there was this assistant representative program. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, okay, I have time for that. And then everybody's like, you should just run. I was like, oh, but I don't know if I have time for that. But then Aaron tricked me into running former, twice. Former president? Former president. No, he tricked me into running for being an actual representative. Is that on the record? Oh, no, it's definitely on the record. (laughs) He definitely tricked me. um, But he didn't tell me that I had to run twice in the same year. So I ran for a representative position, one, Mm -hmm. and then I had to run for that same exact position like three weeks later. Oh, because it was a special election. Yes, Mm -hmm. and he didn't tell me that I had to run twice. (laughs) So So you're very successful. Yeah. I guess. Now, so you've now already I wanted, won two, three elections. Yeah. Pretty, pretty, pretty good. I was, uh, I was a former president too. Wait, I want, I want to ask, I want to ask you this question. I'm just excited about how much presidential experience we have. <laughs> no, <laughs> I, I, I have, I, I'm, I have nothing. I was the president of the homebrew club in college. Were you the who uh, club? The, home, the homebrew club. Like you brew your own stuff. Yeah. That's awesome. I was elected by beer. all three of my, <laughs> all three of my roommates. That's amazing. Chose me to be the president of our four-person club wait a second i think <laughs> that we got funding from the college for oh. i was just gonna ask if it was very an in-house club. it was official yeah. they paid for us to go on trip we went to uh, uh microbrews yeah microbreweries can i ask you a question who's president of this podcast Ooh. <laughs> yeah i think it's probably michelle michelle that's probably that's probably yeah. true now Linus, i want to know what your most controversial stance was as third grade student body president Ooh, oh gosh do i even remember was it getting juice for lunch or oh, something no, like definitely that not. no okay <laughs> was it crayon color selection <laughs> yeah yeah um i don't think there were any issues i just think like what? we just wanted to like have like this cute position thing and like i was the one who was the most optimistic and okay. so people like just like that i like it so you didn't have to campaign Oh no, we did. We like did like many, many speeches in front of the room. Do you remember your speech? I have no. I have literally no recollection. That sounds All like the most adorable thing ever. Is that I, I wish voted. this was on YouTube. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All I know is that I voted for my opposition. Was that calculated, or were you just in third grade and said, "Well, I think I want to do this"? No, I felt like I felt like it was cheating if I voted for myself. Oh. So <laughs> I voted for my opposition. Now, did, did you do that for student government president? Did you vote for? I your... actually abstained for mine. Wow. Yeah, I abstained. Well done. What a person of principle. Do you really? keep a list of your voting record? Yes, actually. Oh, really? So since I know, third grade. Since third grade, <laughs> I know exactly what I wanted to vote for. Actually, since before third grade, I tried to make my mom vote for Al Gore. I think she did vote for Al Gore. 
<laughs> uh, can I just say that makes me feel extremely old that <laughs> you said, you know, when I was really young, she voted for Al Gore. Oh, <laughs> thanks. Well, thanks, my guys. mom's older than you, so it's okay. Do we know that? I know that for sure. Okay. 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 Then it's we're going to have to fact check that feel, on the next Yeah, we, we might have to. I have a question about do faculty members, how do faculty members talk about sort of student government in the newspaper um, among themselves? I don't know that to answer a, that. Yeah, yeah, I'm just trying to think. I don't know if it's a big conversation. Yeah. I, I, think, I know that there's a secret mailing list among professors. A that's, secret that's, untrue. that's untrue. That's <laughs> untrue. That's not true. You denied that just, way just, too quickly. Just forget about it, Radon. Way don't too worry about quickly. It. Don't worry. We want to keep this. We want to keep this overground. We don't want to go underground with any right. of these, we don't any go these rumors at all. Right. Listeners can uh, just pause for a moment. We have to resolve something here. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, and Radon is fired. Um, <laughs> Uh, Welcome, uh, producer Michelle. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry, Renan had to leave yeah, quickly, very quickly. Um, but no, I, I think I think I don't hear. I honestly don't hear faculty talk that much about student government, like either either good or bad. Like mm-hmm. it, I don't I don't think that. There's... I think I've only heard comments. It's sort of like the the pride of it, um, um, a very respectful demeanor of. It's, it, I like seeing when there's student elections. I'm happy, like. Uh, I, I knew who the last uh, the last student Aaron had been in my class in, in his first year, so I was excited. I was like, "Oh, I know who the student president is." I met you, and I didn't realize that um, that you were the student president when we invited the student president on. So I think that's great. I love when I know students who are in, uh, involved in the in in that governance issue. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I don't. It must be a good thing. Like um, I don't think I've ever heard complaints about it. I have heard. I will say this it, with respect to the newspaper. I have heard faculty say. If you're going to get interviewed, you should do it over email to make sure really? that you're quoted accurately. Not not that I, I don't think that there's any sort of nefariousness behind mis, misquoting or something like that. But but that that's the only thing that I that I've heard about. I will say, as a former contributing writer, that <laughs> sometimes when you write, I think what writers do is sometimes take the quote and not take it out of context. But the way that they write it in makes it seem like it was something different from the context of the conversation. Right. People get very stressed out about that, mm-hmm. like very, very stressed out about it. And so I think that's probably why faculty and administration usually want to like write it. Yeah. What does the student government largely do? Our main function, as everybody knows, is we approve new clubs. We allocate budgets. But a lot of what we're doing this year, I think, is, no, it's not different from other years, but it's a lot more project-based. Do you have an example? Like, what's a project? One that I'm personally working on. So committees have projects, but I've also tasked myself with projects. So I really want to get a driver's ed course here. Mm -hmm. So I've talked to three different drivers. (coughs) I'm researching three different driver's ed programs in the area, and I have to set up a meeting with our risk management person to see if it's actually possible. So that's something oh, that's so I want to be realized by next semester. Now, what was the reason for the drive? Like, that you want I can't drive. Up? You can't drive. Okay. Well, New York go. City students usually can't drive. See? Yes. Mm. Yeah, kids <laughs> from New York don't know how to drive. Um, <laughs> yeah. Any big city students don't know how to drive. And usually international students don't know how to drive. Mm-hmm. So I really want to make it something that every like everybody can do no matter where you come from. Mm. So if you want to stay here and you're an international student, you know how to drive. Yeah. So it's useful. Useful mm-hmm. skill. <laughs> 
you were thinking possibly of going on to law school after your psychology degree, mm-hmm. and the law school often leads back into politics. Do you want to pursue a career in politics at some point? I've thought about it. At some later date? I've oh, thought nice. about Call it, <laughs> but like I feel like I'm too honest. Mm. Like I just feel like... Don't you think people... <laughs> That's quite That's a good of of, uh, <laughs> I know, but I feel like all these experienced politicians wouldn't like it, and mm. they would shut me out. Mm. Like you know, like I would just run on such like an honest platform, and like <laughs> nothing would like bother me. Mm-hmm. So like I don't think they would like that. I think other politicians would be like, "Oh my god, she's so dangerous." And so I'd just rather like do. I'd rather like be a lawyer or mm-hmm. be a judge, and then that way, like mm-hmm. politics can't touch me really. Yeah. Now, one thing for both of you, I would ask about this, given your ages, some people have said that as elections happen in the future, when folks your age are actually running, and you've got this entire record of Facebook, Instagram, you know, Twitter, all that stuff that is open to the public, that becomes, I don't, I wouldn't say harder, because I think everybody will have that record, but it becomes different. If I had Facebook when I was your age, I can only think of all the cringeworthy things I would have said on Facebook at that time. And so I'm so glad I didn't have that because I just said it either to Why myself. Why are running for office? I should probably do that. I'm a Canadian. <laughs> can't, can't would you it. like to announce your candidacy? Yeah. I, no, I, Ted Cruz is I think I'm good. Yeah, that's true. That is controversial though. You um, could run for prime, nis- pr- prime minister after Justin. Oh, not after Justin. Man, he's great. Um, <laughs> but anyway, so- the so, show, future guest. Yeah, I, I <laughs> hope you. so. So so, so what are your thoughts on that? What are are your thoughts on like this record that you guys have now of all your social media? Can I note for for our listeners? Yeah. That was a nice combo question because it integrates both our journalist guest and our student government president guest. I'm super good at this. Yeah, I've actually thought about that a little bit. Not like really, really in depth, but I feel like, like you said before, I think since everyone would have that sort of record, it maybe will cancel itself out. But at the same time, like if you do something, you know, without thinking when you're 15, 16 years old, mm-hmm. that's going to that's gonna look bad, yeah. you know, in a few years on TV or something like that. So, and it just also gives so much more, like it gives journalists so much more material to like dig into and yeah. maybe bring up about your past. So mm-hmm. I don't know. Will I get a job someday and someday be quoted on this very podcast? I don't know. Oh, definitely not. <laughs> no. <laughs> Definitely not. No one is. This is this is probably safe, much safer than Facebook. <laughs> yeah, Lainey, what do you think? I've actually really thought about this because of the politics question, mm-hmm. and I like so Facebook will also share your memories. Oh, yeah, 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 that's <laughs> true. So, yeah, um, I think this is about a year ago, but it still makes me laugh. So I had this friend, these two friends in high school, and I was fourteen at the time. They started dating, and a lot of people were talking crap about them. And then <laughs> I wrote a status in all caps about how everybody should leave them alone and I was going to fight people who like (laughs) (laughs) tried to attack them Mm -hmm. and like I thought everybody was stupid for trying to criticize them and I was like oh my gosh that's so embarrassing why would I ever post that on Facebook but afterwards people left them alone (laughs) so I don't know like Mm -hmm. it was was good wait did that come up as one of your Facebook memories was Facebook like remember the time (laughs) you defended that couple and told everyone to stop (laughs) talking crap are they still together no, they broke up. Oh, but, well, <laughs> so much that did. It was high school. Oh, okay. <laughs> but yeah. I was just like, oh my goodness, there's so many things that people can unpack. And plus, with people like Anonymous and hackers and things like that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah the anonymity know. of the internet. And Yik Yak, as yeah. we were talking yeah. about yes. before, lends itself to some very, uh, I guess, 
I couldn't survive. Yeah. yeah. There's something latent in there, too, of is there a, an age which we're supposed to age out of saying um, embarrassing or offensive things? Like, do we assume that you just do this stuff when you're young, but then when you're in your 20s, of course, you would never do that. Well, yeah. Or is there some time period when we socially think, well, then you no longer say things which later will be... And I'll say that this, I think, Lainey, you'll probably know this from your psych classes, but there's sort of this, is it a cohort effect or is it longitudinal? Are Ben and I not writing, I think, cringy things online because we're in our 40s and we're like past that? Oh, my that? mom is definitely or, older than you. Yes. <laughs> um, because we're in our 40s or is it because our generation that we grew up in that in that sort of at that time where we just wouldn't even think about writing anything, you know, sharing all our feelings mm. online. So, so, you know, which one, I guess the, the test is when you guys are our age, are you still, not that you guys are writing embarrassing things, but you know, the, the types <laughs> of things, are you still oversharing online or when you hit 40, you're like, wait a second, there's something about being in your twenties that makes you overshare. I, I mean, I personally don't post on Facebook or Twitter that mm-hmm. much. I posted a lot of, when I interned at the morning call, I posted like a lot of articles that mm-hmm. I wrote on Twitter, on Twitter and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But, um, I think maybe it's part of the culture though when you're when you're in your 20s and sure. nowadays with you know social media. I think also like a lot of people when they first get social media accounts they need to figure out what they want to post and how to use those accounts. Yeah. So I think that also could lead well, to maybe I, some I could even challenge the premise because mm-hmm. I, I don't know that people in their 40s don't post offensive or bad That's things. Sure. Yeah. You're, you're probably right. I mean, you could yeah. think of uh, we mentioned comment threads before. That's certainly not just people who are, are younger. That's all That's people true. of all ages. Yeah. There's that uh, John Ronson book, So You've Been Publicly Shamed, came out last year. Mm-hmm. It's a really good book, but just about, uh, I forget the, um, the, the widely recirculated excerpt from it that I saw was the woman who worked for maybe an aid agency or someone in the UN where oh, her yeah. story was how like she tweeted something about AIDS in Africa and then she got on a plane and like 10 hours later she got off the plane and by the time she got off the plane this thing had gone viral mm-hmm. and her she was being it was in poor taste she had a sarcastic comment yep. mm-hmm. which she certainly didn't mean as offensive but it got spun and recirculated so much by the time she got off the plane all her emails are like, oh, I'm so sorry what's happening to you. I can't believe yeah. the way this is playing out. Oh, She's no. like, what? But like she lost her job. Yep. She lost her career because like this one really dumb tweet yeah. got caught up and circulated around like, what is this woman doing? And she's representing this, it was this yeah. Asian agency. And she probably t- couldn't delete it at the time and everything like that. Yeah. And I'm not bringing this up like to defend or prosecute no. her, but just that, that kind of thing. Yeah. It wasn't just because like she was a teenager in high school. Yeah. 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 You're absolutely right. Yeah. I think it's because when you, you know, when you type something in on your phone or on the computer, it doesn't seem as like, you know, we're talking face to face. But I also think that the internet has led to a lot of really good conversations at the same mm-hmm. time too. It's, it's led to more people having access to information and more like really great conversations. So it's weird that there's this, these two polar opposites, you know, you can have a great conversation mm-hmm. or look into great things on the internet, but also you can have these really cringeworthy. Comments. Yeah. Yeah. I have a different question. Mm-hmm. This oh. isn't a quiz question, but I thought they could get, I could get your help mm-hmm. since it's a cross generational discussion. Renan and Michelle and Harper, it's take your son to, to work day. So he's out there. Oh, yay. You all can help this too. Actually, Harper helped me generate this list. It was a family conversation. That's nice. great. So now I don't know. I don't know the best way to frame it because first it was, are these are these good pet names? Should we use them or not? Mm-hmm. I love this. But then it turned into maybe if they're not good pet names, they could be band names. Mm-hmm. Mm. And then it real. Then it, I don't know if it was band names or like a rapper name. Are, mm. they, are they bands of pets? 
That would yes. be even cooler. Like yeah. who rap? By pet name, do you mean a name of an animal yeah. or a name of like a significant other? No, no, like an animal. Mm-hmm. Well, first, it was just guinea pig names. Yeah. Okay. And the first one, which was we, I already we all agree is apostrophe X. Apostrophe X. It sounds like a X. band name. How, do, I... how would you pronounce that? Well, we had confusion be, or, or controversy because I wanted I wrote out apo- the word apostrophe and then the letter X, but apparently you're just supposed to put an apostrophe. Like as little the queen symbol. of apostrophes, because uh-huh. I have an apostrophe in my name. That's true. Yes. I don't know how I feel about that. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, actually, there was um, a Maury show where her name was literally Ladasha, uh-huh. but it was like L-A-Dash-A. And then uh, someone had like... pronounced Dash. Yes. Okay. And then there was an apostrophe. Someone else had like an apostrophe in their name, but it was like the letter, like L apostrophe. Mm-hmm. And then, oh. like, you said the apostrophe. Mm-hmm. That's very creative. And then, no, I didn't like it. No. <laughs> <laughs> I think I come from the old guard. Mm-hmm. I, I, apostrophes are silent. Oh, yeah. I think so. So there's a vote against this as a pet name? I like X. Just X? Or like I like, X it, I like after, the band name. I like, mm-hmm. oh, yeah. As a ba- band name, I, I yeah. agree. As, as a band name, as a pet name, I think it should be X, then apostrophe. Wasn't there a band called Bush, and then, they, and then another band that wanted to be called Bush, but they couldn't, and so it was Bush X? Is that a thing? Oh, really? Do you remember that? That's funny. I, don't know. I like there's that. that. There's that famous line in Spinal Tap where it's yeah. like, it's like we we called ourselves the originals, but then we realized the originals were taken. Oh, That's so they're funny. the new originals. Spinal yeah, so we tap. called ourselves the new originals. Yeah, yeah. Oh, there you go. Good callback. Hmm, great. Yeah. I'm sure that's come up before. Okay. Well, what's another name? <laughs> another name is uh, Inference Dewberry. Inference Dewberry. Inference Dewberry. Love that. Mm. That sounds like a book that I would love to read. Inference, yeah. I did think it sounded like a children's book character. Yes. But also a great guinea pig name or a a rabbit name. Yes. Or a bird or a fish. It Mm -hmm. reminds me of Encyclopedia Brown for some reason. Yes. Yeah. Hmm. I think that's a positive. That's a good thing. Definitely a positive. Yeah. Uh Okay. So what type of animal, like what pet would you? I I think that one goes for a guinea pig. Okay. Yeah. I don't think it really attaches to a bird as well. No, no, of course not. No. Uh, all right. Uh, the, n- the next one is Dr. Sherbert. Dr. Sherbert. Yeah. Wow. Dr. Doolittle. That, that I think, is a pet name. Yeah. yeah. Dr. Sherbert. I, think, I was thinking that was a band name. Dr. No. Sherbert. Dr. Sherbert. Uh, Flop. I, it goes either way for me. <laughs> they Dr. wouldn't succeed Sherbert. just based on their name. Yeah. What yeah. kind of music do you think they'd play? I think like funk. Dr. Yeah. Sherbert. Yeah. 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 I like that. I thought it was like a Wiggles kids band kind of thing. <laughs> Probably. I don't know if they're going to see. Thing about ice cream and medical supplies. How about uh, alliteration dogwood? Wow, that is an awesome band name. Yeah, that would can be I a take great that? Band name. Yeah, these are all for free. Yeah. Okay, so alliteration <laughs> dogwood. Yeah. yeah, I really like that. These are all under the Creative Commons license, right? So yes. anyone can take these. Yeah. I think. Um, yeah, I think maybe. Some so you instantly think band, bands. not pet name. Well, yeah, that was like. Per- yeah. I'm actually going to text that to my friend who's looking for band names. Oh, there we go. Alliteration Dogwood. Yes. Alliteration Dogwood. So so far we have apostrophe X is controversial, and I actually, uh, you know, I think you make some good points. Inference <laughs> Dewberry is like an Encyclopedia Brown, so we like it as a pet name. Mm-hmm. Doctor Sherbert, we don't think is good for a pet name or a band name. No. Or a product. It could be like a brand of Sherbert. Yeah, that's true. Yes. That's that's possible. Uh, alliteration dogwood is is now already taken as a band name by yeah. Anise's friend. I think so. I think, I think that's fair. I think you could do like an can ice cream shop. Can we get a shop? shout out in the liner notes? Probably, yeah. yeah. I can work that in. Like a like an ice cream shop like Dr. Sherbert's ice cream. Oh my god, yes. Yeah. Open a business. Okay. okay. Good. We saved it. Good. Yeah. Hyperbole terrific. That sounds too much like hyperbole and a half, the really good great comic. Oh, that's web comic. Hyperbole terrific. Hyperbole terrific. 
I'm trying to. I immediately wanted to switch it to terrific hyperbole, but then mm. that would defeat the purpose. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. I don't know if that's a pet name or a bad. Yeah, I don't. Yeah. I, don't I don't think that's going yeah. over very well. Yeah, I'm sorry. Not, not getting much piping in from Renan and Michelle. Well, Renan's not here, and so. I can pipe in. He's, wow. He's super bored with the... Wait, 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 I forgot who's left. Him. Yeah, we fired him. <laughs> we, fired him. <laughs> we didn't fire him. There's he really, no... He really took it hard. Undisclosed reasons. <laughs> oh, that's right. He wanted to spend more time with his family. Exactly. <laughs> so you're on the hook go. for hyperbole terrific, since Harper's not going to weigh in. Even though I think you generate this. Isn't this yours, Harper? Harper is shaking his head. Yes. Wait, said, which way is he shaking, shaking his head? Yeah. No, this is a no. no. Okay. <laughs> okay, what's the next There's one? only one more, which was the only... The only. That's, that's definitely not a pet name. That's sounds, a really on, ominous pet name. Sounds like, <laughs> like a, I'd be scared. Yeah. <laughs> sounds like a bad early 2000s rock song. Yeah. <laughs> I, I would have trouble believing that there isn't a band named The Only. I think that, but I think that band would only play Scorpion cover songs from the 80s. Um, okay, I'm going to ask you both this question. So I asked this on the, on the podcast. They're both quite students, often. though, so it's not as. I, I think the question. I think the answer is preordained. Hey, do you think so? Should I not ask? Why, why not that? Here. No, no, we, okay. we have to stick with like right, our tradition right. of asking this to everyone. The people are clamoring for it, Ben. Um, okay, so what day of the week do you prefer more, Friday or Sunday? President Faust, we asked you first. Yes. Mm, that's really hard, actually. I'm gonna say Sunday. You're a Sunday person because okay. Sunday is like my relaxing day. Okay. Like Friday, okay. I still have to do stuff. Okay. And I have to prepare for Saturday stuff. And so you're and, and you're not like concerned about Monday coming up the next day. Well, yeah, there's some anxiety about that, but that's what gets me that's what gets everything done, you know? Mm. It's that Sunday like, oh my god, tomorrow's Monday. And then I get it done and then I'm happy. <sighs> okay. All right. There well, you go. Then I spoke too soon by saying yeah, I knew you, the answers. You did, Ben. You can't do your follow up yet. Let that's right. Will. will. Go ahead. Oh, well, yeah, Better we have some EIC, we have some uh, controversy because I am a Friday fan. Well, yeah. everything's done from newspaper on Friday. Yeah, that's true. It's the day the newspaper comes out. Oh, yeah. And, um, a lot of adrenaline. Yeah. No, yeah. it's exciting, yeah. And then um, Sunday is like, I have like anxiety on Sunday where it's like, oh, no, tomorrow's Monday. Like, mm -hmm. I need to get everything done. Okay. Yeah. And then follow-up question is, ladies, what are your thoughts on black licorice as a candy? I actually really like it. Okay. <laughs> Thank you. Wonderful. And Will? I don't mind it. But you don't love it, I right? don't. I don't love it, That's but pressure. I don't mind okay. pressure from the host. Yeah. Our scientific Sounds research. Sounds like Phil doesn't like it at all. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Our scientific research indicates that Sunday people are more black licorice fans That's than Friday really people. That's really funny. It's pretty amazing. It's pretty amazing. The science is there. The science is there. <laughs> right. um, so should we, should we wrap up with I, the battery power we have left? I think we should wrap up. Okay. okay. Well, I want to thank you both, Leonice Faust, for uh, being on the show. Will Gordon. Thank you. For being on the show, and um, <laughs> I think uh, Ben. Gesture. I'm just saying. I'm, I'm, He's I, very I excited. Got, I got. We have two guests, and I got both of their names right. Am I correct on that? That was amazing. That was pretty amazing. Thank you so much. That's such a low so bar. Well I know. Done. I know. But no, I that's a very well. high bar for me. Do you have trouble with one guest for their name? Oh yeah, big yeah. time. Big time. And they're uh, all people he knows. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> yeah. Okay. This is more a statement of me than anyone else. Um, so I want to thank Renan and Michelle in the studio, and Ben for for being here. And me for being here. You're thanking um, me for being on our own show? Absolutely. Yeah. You know, it's touch and go sometimes. But if you'd like to email us, um, you can email us at variousbreadsandbutters at gmail.com. Ask us questions, ideas for guests. We're always taking those. But if you want to follow us on Twitter, you can do so at some later date. That's all true. Mm -hmm. it, thank you. Fact check? 
Yeah, fact check. Instant fact check. Awesome. In the spirit of journalism. We good? Yeah, we're good. Okay. Headphones on. Headphones on. All right. Where do you think you're going, baby? Hey, I just met you. And this is crazy. But here's my number. So call me, maybe. It's hard to look right at you, baby. But here's my number. So call me, maybe. Big announcement. My office will no longer be that office. Um, They're putting an elevator into Markle Hall to make it ADA compliant. And my office is where the elevator will be. <laughs> and a single stall bathroom where I sit right now. Um, and that you won't be working there anymore. You won't be. No. no. It's well, funny I don't because think so. With, or it's, you can you'd probably have more students walking in. But we just had, uh, I think we had either a tweet or an email from our, one of our Dutch followers who was asking about the future of your office. So I think they're really concerned Wait, about, did, did Peter about this super local... Is, is Peter going to be happy that we're mentioning him? I hope so. Okay. Um, just that a lot of a lot of our listeners are concerned about the and, and I understand that's the esoteric uh, architectural data. Of that's why I want to talk about it now. Our campus. That's it, why I want to talk about it now. Is, is, Peter, story the, is Peter the Dutch listener? Among many, oh, I among, assume. Among many, yeah. I think Peter's entire family listens. I would think so. I think it's like a fireside chat situation yeah. where they kind of load it up once a week. Yeah. Yeah. I assume. Um, so yeah, so my office is going to be, and then in the office beside me is going to be think more it, bathrooms. Do you think it's pronounced Peter? Did you say it correctly? Well, it is Dutch. How do, you, how, do, how do Dutch people uh, You're the one who brought up this names. whole pronouncing names thing. Oh, that's true. This is on you. Well, you know what? Peter, if I pronounce your name wrong, send me an email at variousbreadsandbutters at gmail.com <laughs> or tweet me at some later date. If you're just tuning in. Yeah. <laughs> um, and just, and let me know how to pronounce it. to look right at your baby but here's my number so call me maybe hey i just met you that was so much fun